And we are back for another part train. I am Evan Singer. This is Matt Cermak. We're we back. are your hosts <laughs> of the part train. And uh, in case you guys are new, uh, the part train is all about making life less frustrating than your golf game. Okay. We feature interviews from PGA Tour pros, best selling authors, CEOs, now chiropractors, right? You'll learn to laugh through every up and down, harness the power of the mind, and get back on track both on and off the course. This episode is presented by Roback. Before we get to an intro about what's to come, great interview, by the way, with Dr. Cody. Um, you guys probably know him from Instagram and TikTok. The guy's blowing up. But um, before we get into that, we got to talk about our sponsor, Roback. I mean, this is coming out the Sunday before Father's Day. So some of you might be listening to this on Monday thinking, Father's Day is on Sunday. I don't know if I'll get it in time. Guys, I think it's worth it. This is the ultimate gift. But even if it shows up like a day or two late, just use COVID. Say, sorry, dad, shipping got a little delayed. Your gift will show up tomorrow. Then he's getting a gift on the day that no one's giving him a gift. It might even be even more special. Go to rollback.com, enter the code What's love the train. Code? Love train. <laughs> enter the code love train, because we're all about that love right now and always. Uh, at roback.com for 20% off. And to give you guys context, 20% is, may not seem like a lot, but that's their Black Friday sale. For sure. Partrain listeners get it all year round. So one quick thing, they just uh, introduced this new performance polo called the Peak Performance Polo. It actually has this new fabric. It's summer ready. It's extra breathable. I didn't know that Roback could be more breathable. It's literally the most breathable thing I've ever worn. It's Turns extra out. breathable, perfect for summer. The summer colorways are fantastic. I'm telling you, go to their website, roback.com, enter the code LOVETRAIN, get 20% off. Tell your dad it got stuck in the mail or get one for yourself. You deserve yeah. it. I mean, it's perfect for work calls and on the couch. So the Stuff's great. The team over there at Roback is kind of, they're putting out a tons of new styles, new lines. Um, we love it. You guys will love it. it. Okay. Let's talk about Dr. Cody. Yeah, okay. he was Dr. awesome. Dr. Cody. If you guys don't follow him, he's at uh, Dr. Cody underscore DC on Instagram. Um, he's also on TikTok. I think he's got like over 2 million followers on TikTok, over 200,000 on Instagram. I'm telling you, it's so Dude's oddly perfect. satisfying to watch him adjust people and watch their reactions and hear the crack. Um, he's known yeah. as Dr. Crack. And um, I mean, that's fun. That's you fun. Know? I mean, it's but, basically golfers need some crack. In their well, life, right. In, in all seriousness, you and I are big believers in chiropractic use and sports chiropractors. And um, if you don't, and we know it's worked for us and continues to work for us, but if you're listening right now, you think we're just full of it. Listen to Dr. Cody. Uh, yep. It kind of really walks us through process, what actually happens when backs get adjusted, building programs for people, uh, what golfers need to think about. Um, we had a lot of fun. He's really entertaining but brilliant. And I mean, he's one of the biggest names in the world in this profession. And um, I think, I think a lot of our listeners, especially golfers can really take away from the benefits of seeing a chiropractor. Yeah. We rarely talk about health and injury prevention. And so that's why I was really excited to have this conversation because for sure, whether you play golf or not, or you listen to us to learn other life lessons outside of golf, everyone has had a stiff back or experienced back pain or know someone that has. And so it's, it was really interesting to just dig in for an hour and, and hear him break everything down for us. Well, um, and, and he also might talk about adjusting his dog. 
Yeah. I want to stay to the end for that. Or other animals, you know? So yeah, that was kind of fun to talk about, but have injury prevention, you know, uh, we've got an upcoming episode with PGA tour professional teaching professional, Chuck Quinton. Um, and he talked a lot about that too, and how he teaches, um, the swing and injury prevention is everything. So it's really been fun for us, um, here on the show, kind of dive into kind of the medical, uh, physical side of the game. Yeah. So very good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what animals he's adjusting other than his dog. Rare and animals. Rare animal. And guys, stay safe. Stay on the love train. Go to Roback.com and enjoy this interview with Dr. Cody. Here we go. Let's do it. And we're back with Dr. Cody, a.k.a. Dr. Crack. Wow. Cody, welcome to the show. <laughs> we, we, we are very excited to talk about <laughs> all things crack. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. And I do love talking crack. Love Simple it. as that well, right there. <laughs> it, it leads right into my first question. I want to ask you a really tough one to start. Um, yep. Do more golfers need some crack in their life? Everyone needs crack in their lives. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> golfers, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you're an amateur or a professional, or even if you're really good at putt-putt golf, you can always benefit from some crack. Love yeah. Um, Cody, you, you see all types of patients. And we can bet you've seen some golfers. Maybe tell us a little bit about some common themes or uh, issues you see in golfers, maybe compared to other uh, athletes or such. Yeah, um, it's actually interesting when you guys reached out to me um, to do this um, podcast. It was quite interesting because within about a few days, I had you know about two or three more golfers come in to see me, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so I was like, uh, "What's going on here?" I think, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why we're attracting this, but um. I do, I do see a fair few golfers, and luckily in Australia, or at least in Sydney for the most part, a, a lot of golfers can play year-round. So right. where I grew up in Minnesota, um, you certainly can't be golfing in the middle of the winter unless you are crazy and out of your mind. Right. Um, but we do see kind of some common themes with, with golfers. Um, the most common one would be golfer's elbow hence the name as opposed to tennis elbow so we do see a lot of elbow kind of injuries shoulder injuries um, but I do tend to see a lot of low back issues as well um, kind of low back hip pelvis kind of stuff um, and maybe that's from you know instead of hitting the ball you take out a little bit too much turf and that <laughs> that adds to it sure. um, but yeah so those are kind of the common things that I do see um, with golfers Sure. Actually, surprised to hear the elbow and shoulders, right? Because I, I, the back makes sense. Back is the common injury, but because you're yep. swinging and torquing in same position and rarely doing it the other way to even it out, back makes sense to me. But I'm interested to hear shoulder and elbow. I'm a little bit surprised by that. Well, if you think about that, I mean, in a round of golf, let's just say for 18 holes, how many swings would you do? I mean, for me, you know, <laughs> he's been struggling actually. So don't worry. I mean, <laughs> I would hope somewhere in the seventies, I would hope. Okay. So <laughs> 70 swings, how many times on average are you going to sit there? Like, look at how much pressure that goes through and yeah. the shoulders luckily have a great range of motion. 
However, that also means then that there's, it's prone to have more injuries associated with it. Hmm. So yeah. the greater the range of motion, the higher likelihood that you can actually injure it. Really? Sure. Yeah. Evan and I are big like proponents of going, doing, going to chiropractors. We both, it's been very helpful for us. And it feels good, let's be honest, right? You see a lot of patients and they just feel better. So actually, let's talk about that. What's actually happening to the body when you're adjusted? On my videos, you certainly don't see my examination that I, that I do on each patient prior to that. Because that's, it's a little bit monotonous. It's, it's quite in-depth and it's testing a lot of little things. Um, that, in essence, maps out how the person's nervous system is functioning. Um, and then what I do is I pick and choose what I think is going to be the best treatment for that particular problem. Um, usually I do a multifaceted approach. Luckily at my clinic, um, I'm blessed enough to be able to have pretty much everything at my disposal because I feel that that's what's going to give me the best patient results. Um, sometimes it's working on the muscle first. Sometimes it's doing some stretches and exercises. Sometimes it's doing an adjustment. Sometimes it's doing some traction. So it, it just depends on what, what is going to work best for the patient to relieve whatever, whatever is taking place. With an actual chiropractic adjustment, when we give, so the adjustment, um, I tend to use spinal segments, but you can use extremities. I mean, you can adjust, you can adjust a toe. I mean, it, sure. it depends on what's going on. And Have you adjusted a toe? Yes. <laughs> there pretty much is not a joint in the body that I haven't adjusted. Okay. So, um, but yeah, when you give an adjustment, you are mobilizing the joint, you're freeing it up so it actually has proper function. And really, when we, as chiropractors, we're trying to find dysfunction in the body that's leading to whatever symptomology that the patient has. So when we free that up, a whole lot happens at that particular joint, but also all the tissue around the area. We would be silly to think that, you know, making an adjustment on one side of the body won't have an impact everywhere else. Uh, the nervous system is entirely connected. All the tissue of the body is entire, are entirely connected. We're a, we're a sum of all the parts. We're not just individual parts. Sure. And when it does that, it releases some beautiful chemicals in the brain, um, endorphins. It's also the same chemicals that are released during sex. So some of my patients that you've seen yeah. on my videos make some very interesting noises. Maybe it is hey. better than sex, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sums it up right there. So it sounds to me like it's not even necessarily the crack that's making us feel good. That's the output. Completely ASMR to a T. People will listen to the crack, yeah. the actual crack over and over and over and over and over again. And, and that's hence why you're an Instagram medical celebrity. I mean, yeah. like, I mean we'll call you that, right? But it, it's the real truth. Like there is certainly something about it. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, some people like listening to, you know, people eating food. Like, I find that absolutely disgusting. But some people really like that. Also, whispering. So when people talk really quietly, like that's apparently another S ASMR. I, I don't people like People like pimple popping to watch okay. those videos. Yeah, and I have been <laughs> compared to Dr. Pimple Popper I don't know how many times. Really? If I could have a dollar for every time, it'd, I'd probably be a millionaire already. Uh, <laughs> 
It's but, not that weird. Yours isn't that weird. I want you to know that. Here's the funny part. There'll be some people that will love the pimple popping and watching the ooze and the ugh, it's gross. Yeah, yeah, totally. When they watch me adjust someone, they're completely, it's, they're completely cringed out. Like they, they have no idea. So it's not actually the crack that makes us feel good. It's everything around it that happens, yeah. that makes it crack. Yeah, and the adjustment that I go through when I give that, you do feel relief. Like you can, you can instantly feel that pressure has been released on the joint, that it's moving, that, and it's really interesting. I don't know if you guys do this after an adjustment, but then I usually have my patients walk back and forth a little bit um, just to get some movement in there and see how they're feeling. And it's funny, after I adjust them, they kind of get up off the table and they start doing these little weird kind of jigs and moves and dances and all sorts of stuff. But right. testing your body out, right? Do you guys do For this? Sure. Absolutely. I think I always feel like the first thing I'm going to do, I stand up and I start, I do something like this. It's true. <laughs> like you just want to make sure it's all still there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can still wiggle your toes, right? Yeah. Right. So that's right. actually a perfect segue because part of this discussion, besides answering the things we've selfishly been wanting to know, which we assume other people do if we do, is also asking the questions that I think everybody thinks and everybody wonders. And one of those is cracking the neck. My own yeah. girlfriend is terrified to go to a chiropractor because of the neck. So I just want to ask you a pointed question. Yep. When you crack someone's neck, yep. what percentage chance could you kill them? So there is some research out there. A killing is a, is a bit much. They, <laughs> it's very, very, very unlikely. Okay. Um, because you know it's in movies and like someone cracks their neck, someone's neck and they die and they fall to the ground. When I watched those movies, I sit there and I was like, well, that clearly wouldn't have killed them. But I was like, if they cracked that, I'm like, that was a damn good adjustment. And now they're going to come stronger and they're going to kick your ass is what they're going right. to do. <laughs> there's always a risk in anything you do. Um, there's a risk in you know, taking an aspirin. There's a risk in getting your hair cut. I mean, there's, there's a risk sure. in walking across the street. It is exceptionally minimal. Some of the research out there points at one in three million adjustments. Mm. I mean, I've never given, I'll probably never give three million adjustments in my career. Right. We, also do, we also do the exam prior to adjusting someone to minimize that risk. And we would be foolish to think that everything that we do is 100% safe. Um, sure. and, but really, I've had this conversation before with other people and other healthcare providers, and they ask me the same kind of questions. And for them, it all boils down to how much I'm paying for professional indemnity insurance. Sure. And mine is always a lot sure. cheaper. I see a sports chiropractor, been twice in the last nine days. So, just I'm, I'm doing I'm starting to work out again you know I'm kind of struggled through quarantine a little bit got a little sedentary you know so I'm like so I'm so I'm just trying to see him a little bit more so I'm staying loose and yep. see, I hadn't seen a chiropractor in a week span in a while like usually it's about a month span so I had a really good adjustment and we did a lot of work and then I went back a week after and I'm like walking down I'm like I don't feel too bad he's probably gonna adjust my neck today but what's gonna happen because last week I knew it was gonna, it was gonna rock. Yeah. This time he did it. I was more nervous than ever. It cracked just a little on each side. What, talk, what about that? Not every adjustment is fireworks. I would love it. I would love it if it was. And I'm, I pick and choose 
what I also show on my social media. Um, oh, I bet, yeah. So I do, I must admit, I do pick the best ones. I mean, right. sure. Um, I'm sure you find sometimes even patients are kind of let down. They wish it was bigger. There's some people that don't really like hearing the noise. And there's other ones where you can't crack them enough. They just, they want more. Right. And there's only so many joints in the body to adjust. Like you, you just can't do more. I mean, 10 toes in one session, you know, exactly. that's, that's a lot. That's, Too much. That's really um, and sometimes as a chiropractor, we tend to be able to start to feel and sense how, how good it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like when I'm working on a patient, sometimes I'll be like, ooh, it's just, it's just one right over here. That's all I need to get on this one. And boom, I give it and it's just one crack. And they're like, how did you know? How did you know it was only going to be one? And I was like, because I've been doing this for a long time, long, long, long time. I may still look young. <laughs> I have been doing this for a while. I, I was wondering this too, because I'll go and I found that my adjustments on my side consistently didn't crack anymore. And I remember walking out wondering, did it even do anything? A lot of people wonder, well, what is supposed to happen? What happens after going to a chiropractor for a certain amount of time? Why am I going three times a week my first month? Why do I then need to go once a week? Like, what am I working towards? Can you break that down a little bit of how you help people understand what it's doing for you and what you should look for? And I mean, every chiropractor is a little bit different. Um, And I mean, unless I were to do an exam on everyone um, in the entire world, I couldn't tell you exactly why that particular chiropractor is recommending that particular protocols. They're doing it for a reason. Ultimately, they're, I mean, I would love to think that every chiropractor out there, which is why I got into this profession, is I genuinely want to help as many people as I can. Sure. And that should always be at the forefront of, of what they're recommending. Um, so if they're recommending, you know, more intense kind of sessions during the time period, then they must feel that there is a genuine need for that amount of adjustments. And going kind of back to where, you know, sometimes it doesn't really crack all that much or it doesn't seem like it kind of goes as much. Um, Sometimes that does happen where you give an adjustment and it doesn't cavitate the joint or make that popping noise. Still doesn't mean that you haven't mobilized the segment and still Mm -hmm. got it doing. It just, we all love to hear the fireworks, right? Right. And there's, there's other techniques that don't even require a cavitation. You can use an activator method or a drop table adjustment, so a Thompson drop technique. There's other techniques that don't actually have any cavitation, but they work on stimulating the nervous system. And the chiropractic research out there does say that no matter which technique you're using, you roughly get the exact same outcome. So it's, it really comes down to what that particular chiropractor is recommending for that particular patient in that particular time. My philosophy is always do what I think is going to give the best benefit to the patient. And then we kind of see how the body reacts and responds. Because I don't know, everyone's a little bit different, even though their physiology is exactly the same. Yeah. Um, every human being has the same, is made up of the same cells. But ultimately, the goal is we want to continue 
to take the pressure off your nervous system so your nervous system functions to the best of its ability. And therefore, when you say, right, I want to go out and play a round of golf, your body goes, sure, let's do it. And your body should be responsive that way. It should be like, well, if this is what I want it to do, you better do it. Doctor, I'm sure the industry's changed, I don't know, maybe in the last 20 years in the sense of um, so much of all the workforce across the world is so dependent on looking at their phone and yeah. being on their computer. Um, maybe talk about that a little bit because I think chiropractors, maybe before the iPhone and before being plugged in, it was like, well, it's an, maybe it's an athlete who sees a chiropractor or somebody who has a, maybe was born with an issue or somebody who drives a lot. But it, I, it's totally probably opened up, and I'm sure I'm curious to get your thoughts. Yeah, and I certainly have seen through the years as we spend more time on computers and mobile devices and whatever it is. I am certainly starting to see a pattern develop that more and more younger people are developing neck and upper back issues than what I have seen prior to this. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately it's not, it's not like everyone is, you know? So we, we are mindful and I think that more and more people are being a bit more aware of being a bit more healthy and exercising mm -hmm. a bit more and eating a sure. bit better. And so I think that even though technology is changing and how we use it, I also think that we are much more aware of how to be healthier. Sure. Uh, there's information, it's more readily available. And I think that more people, generally speaking, are healthier. You know, we all know that, you know, exercising is good to do. We all know that drinking sure. more water a wise decision we all know we stretching all know. at a stretching at a younger age is right yeah. like yeah creating those good habits and continuing them into adulthood evan and i were talking and evan i'll let you jump in here about there is a stigma around chiropractic care not with us i think there's just some sometimes you talk to people about there's doubters out there chiropractic is not a religion nor has it ever claimed to be so a belief would mean that it's a religion of some degree. Um, I believe in Santa Claus, but it doesn't make, like, that just makes no sense, right? Right. is founded on, on science and it's research-based. And I must admit, like my alma mater where I went to university was absolutely fantastic. I got an amazing education and it was founded on science, but also the art of what we do. And, um, Listen, everyone is entitled to their own opinions. Most sure. of the time, those opinions are based on misinformation or they're potentially just completely ill-informed. Um, and they can make up their own mind. And there's a time and a place for everything out there. There's a time and a place for surgery. There's a time and a place for medication. There's a time and a place for physiotherapy. Yep. There's a time and a place for chiropractic. There's a time and a place for all of that. So, I mean, maybe in, in my younger years, I would have, it would have rattled my feathers a little bit more. And I was like, oh no, chiropractic is amazing. I don't know why you're doing that. And then right. we don't need to fight. First of all, I will say that I've noticed that I'm sitting up straighter talking to you. I'm more mindful <laughs> that I'm talking to a chiropractor right now and I might normally slouch. And right now I'm sitting up a little bit more. But beyond that fact, the fact of the matter is, Cody, that some people have told me like chiropractic is a scam. 
And then I'm thinking to myself, well, is it possible that there are schools teaching doctors things that is a scam and I feel something in my body and then I feel relief? But like, <laughs> isn't that wild to you though? So I guess here's what it is. We crack our knuckles, right? And it's a habit. And I'm going to ask you in a second if it causes arthritis because everybody <laughs> wants to listen to that cracking of the knuckles over. It was so good. <laughs> I appreciate that. But like, I guess because people think that they do it every day, does that actually do anything for their body? Or is it more of like a vanity thing that it feels good, but it's not actually like making a change, right? Well, I mean, certainly we can look on a cellular level the changes that an, a chiropractic adjustment can do. And there are far better researchers out there that will explain this at nauseum far better than me. And I'm yeah. probably not the best person to talk to about that. I guess the, the, the best thing to do is to talk to people that have had an experience with a chiropractor and say, well, even if it does make you feel better, isn't that kind of the point? Right. If you feel good, do it. Yeah, and sure. This is what I let my patients know as well, because one of the common questions that chiropractors do face is, you know, if, if I come and see you, then I have to keep coming back all of my life. Oh, yeah. I have heard that too. Yeah. And ultimately, I let them know, well, if this is what works for you and you continue to feel better and you function better, and you're moving better, and you're sleeping better, and your whole life is better, why not keep doing it? I will say too, though, right. like I, I, I found this is something for people to keep in mind, because it worked for me. I used to do mostly strength training. About eight to 10 years ago, I got into yoga, then I got into TRX. And so now yoga and TRX are my two things. And when I started doing TRX regularly with yoga, my chiropractor, I think that's when actually my I stopped feeling myself go out more. Um, yep. And I, need, I felt like I needed to go less. And my chiropractor was telling me, well, TRX is a lot of core. And my, it's on my left side of my back. And so I think my body was just becoming stronger and holding you know, my body in place more. Um, and so maybe that's something to keep in mind too, is how you can match maybe fixing the problem with providing relief through chiropractic but then doing things on your own to help supplement that and maintain it. Certainly. And I mean, when patients come in to see me, they're only here for, you know, 30 minutes. So what they do outside of these walls has a huge impact. In yeah. fact, much bigger impact. Because if you go right back to the old habits that are causing the issues, then you're probably never going to get better. You're going to take two steps forward and then two steps back, then two steps forward and this back. Sure. Um, yeah, so that's just something to keep in mind is, and, and that's great that you've found a really good balance of using TRX and yoga together. Um, and for the next person, they may say, well, listen, I hate yoga, but I really enjoy swimming. Right. Okay, do that. I'm, I don't ever recommend a particular type of exercise for people. Yeah. You have to enjoy doing it because if you don't enjoy doing it, then you're just going to end up hating it and it's not going to be, you're not going to be able to continue to do it in the long term. It's not going to become a habit for you and you're going to dread it. So I always tell people find something that you really do enjoy doing and then do that. Yeah, sure. So doctor, you've 
really built a very successful business for yourself. And um, we obviously, we found you on Instagram. You have a really incredible following on Instagram. Tell us and tell the listeners um, kind of how you started, you know, your Instagram fame, your strategy in the sense where, you know, you, ha- you post a lot of videos of cracking backs. Was there a moment? Was it a certain patient? Um, how did this all get started? Maybe a little bit over a year ago. Um, I decided, you know, I had, I had tried different forms of marketing and advertising and they just weren't really panning out. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, well, let's just be, let's post a little bit more and be a little bit more active on Instagram. Um, and then my partner, um, who has a big following and he's a, a interior designer. And I was like, well, what's your secret? He had, you know, like 40, 50,000 followers. And I was like, well, w- what is that? What, what is it? And it's just being consistent and putting out high quality every single time. And it, my page looks very curated. So when you see one of my videos, you know, it's me. Um, and the fact that now I put the little Dr. Cody underscore DC on the bottom. So then you really know it's me. But ultimately what I started to do is I just started to post this and I tried to find the aha moment, the moment where I was, that really makes me light up. Um, Yeah. And I think about it at the time, I just started doing it and then I knew that it had to be under a certain amount of time. So then I just edited it down and said, okay, let's go for it. And it took me a little bit of time. And there was another chiropractor um, in the locale that was also posting some videos. And I was watching his videos as well. um, And I was a bit, uh, I was critiquing the way he was adjusting. And if there's one thing I do pride myself on, it is really, really, really good adjustments. Um, so it's a high velocity, low thrust. It's got to be fast, very specific. It's got to be controlled. So I, I pride myself on being a good adjuster and, you know, I've learned from the best and I've developed the skill through the years. And, um, I decided that that's what I wanted to show. So once I started doing that, it started to gain a little bit more traction. And my ultimate goal was to get more followers than he had at the time, which is a little well, competition. I'm American. <laughs> I like a competition. Like, come on, I have to win. Uh, <laughs> um, so I passed him relatively quickly. Um, so I went from around 1,500 followers. Then it went you know, up to 5,000 fairly quickly. And then it kind of jumped up to 10,000. And then I was happy. But then it just kind of kept going. And then sure. I was like, wow. So then it kind of plateaued at around 40, 45,000. Um, and then I slowly crept up to around 50,000. And then I had two of my patients who are quite well known on social media as well. They came in for their adjustment. They were down here from the Gold Coast. And so they had adjustment. Um, online trainer, beautiful, bubbly, great energy. And they said, Cody, you have to go on TikTok. What is this TikTok business? Like, they're like, no, the videos that you're already creating are really the best for this. He goes, your videos are so good. He goes, you've really, over the past few months, you've really, really honed in on making a really good quality one. So I was like, okay. So we set it up, actually. I adjusted them, and then I had to post it right away. And I still kept the notifications on because I, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. 
and my phone for 24 hours straight did not stop vibrating. It you was lost, you lost battery in the phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> that fed into Instagram, and now you know I'm sitting at 230,000 followers on Instagram, and over two million followers on TikTok, and my videos have been seen by millions of people around the world. And I hope Unbelievable. that it's inspired people to take control of their health a bit more and potentially seek chiropractic care. I've even had some people I've inspired to become chiropractors, which is amazing. That's like awesome. that, it's a really cool thing. We know you're known as Dr. Crack. Is it just the microphone or are there things you do that others don't that get such a loud crack that makes your videos so pleasing to watch? I mean, there's other chiropractors out there putting out very similar content to mine that use a microphone as well. Um, and, and they probably get loud cracks out of them as well. Um, I don't necessarily know. I, I don't think I'm doing anything different. This, the technique that I'm using is called diversified, and it's mainly what a lot of other chiropractors use. I, I never use you know, certain techniques, because I just don't, I've, I've never learned them, and I've never taken the time to learn them, I suppose. Um, I guess to get the quality of crack, <laughs> I don't know, crack quality, I don't know, whatever it is, um, it, speed is really important, and when you compare my adjustments to other people, and even students now that are watching my videos to hone their skills, even as a chiropractic student, they do comment a lot on the speed of which sure. I do an adjustment. So, and, and that's really important. Um, I don't know if it makes necessarily louder cracks, but it does make a better adjustment for the patient. Um, and it doesn't allow their bodies to kind of spasm against it. And you don't really want that because that's not really going to feel very nice for the patient. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You want good crack, you know, layer some speed. You know, it, it makes sense. That's it. Um, on that note, let's take a quick break from a word from our sponsor. And uh, we'll be right back with Dr. Cody. All right, guys, you guys know this. The PGA Tour is back. I'm literally watching the Schwab Challenge Tournament right now as I'm recording this. And I got to say, I'm pumped up. I'm jacked up. My girlfriend right next to me is laughing as I'm saying this, but I'm not lying. It's true. Okay. The RBC Heritage is this next week, and guys, what could make live golf more fun than having a little bit of action on the line, okay? DraftKings is the official daily fantasy game of the PGA Tour and putting you in the center of the action with a free shot at, drumroll please, $1 million top prize with your first deposit. Okay, it's easy to play. If you guys haven't played before, you just pick six golfers, you stay under the salary cap, Submit your lineup before the tournament tees off on Thursday and then sit back and follow the action. How do you win? Well, the more red numbers you have on your leaderboard, closer you'll be to winnings in green. You got to rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing position, etc. Um, so all you got to do is download the DraftKings app now. Use the promo code TRAIN to get a free shot at $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code TRAIN. To get a free shot at one million bucks, guys, with your first deposit, only at DraftKings. All right, let me put on my legal hat. Minimum five dollars deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a twenty-five times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Guys, get in there. Enjoy the golf. I'm out. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so we got to talk about the laughter. As soon as you crack someone, for people that haven't seen your videos, people just start laughing. And it's like the reactions, right? Um, do, what, let's, talk, let's unpack the laugh. Is it okay. relief? Is it, oh, it's not as bad as, as I thought? Or is it like sheer jubilation for the relief they feel in the body after? You know, like, where do you think the laugh comes from? I, I don't know. Like, and I, I never, ever, ever tell someone before I adjust them yeah. how to, like, it's not, it's not scripted. I didn't tell them, oh, now try to ham this one up a little bit. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't. I want it to be genuine. I want, and a lot of people that do come in and see me, they've never been adjusted before. So I right. really capture that moment. It's I like, noticed that, yeah. And it's like if your parents were able to capture your first steps, you know, your first giggle, the first time you giggled, the first time, like, it, it's special, it's different, it's a new experience. Um, and I, I don't know if it's just, a nervous reaction. I think some people it's a little bit of a, a nervous kind of thing. I think some people are just a bit blown away by kind of the intensity of it, like how loud it actually is. Um, I don't know. And, and I mean, the first time I ever got adjusted, I laughed the entire time. I thought it was just the oddest thing. I was like, it sounds like you're completely crushing me, yeah. but yet it feels good. I, I don't, you just right. don't know how to explain it. Uh, and, and laughter is the most common thing, followed closely by a bunch of F-bombs. Um, <laughs> so I try not to post too many of the swearing ones, but yeah, it, it, it's amazing some people's reactions and it's, it feels good. And I don't know if maybe I'm able to get that from patients because I'm quite open with them and I'll laugh with them. Um, I mean, I can remember some very interesting ones through the years where there have been some pretty funny reactions uh, and it, sure. it, it's still quite entertaining even even for me. Well, doctor, I noticed watching your videos, you do a very good job of disarming your patients. Like, we, I'm sure your next patient might come in scared, right? Like wants help, but scared. You do a really good job of that. And I found that fascinating because, so I played college golf and my whole experience is very different at it with a chiropractor or a sports chiropractor. It's like, I'm, it's very serious. Like, and maybe that's the sports in me or the, the setting, you know, but like I was watching your videos and just like people. And it's just like, it's really kind of refreshing to watch, you know? And I think there's, so that's a, just, I just a great compliment to you to put people at ease like that. It, we don't have to be, you know, in a white coat, we don't have to be all staunch like that. I can actually have fun at work and enjoy what I'm doing, but still do a damn good job. Sure. So that's really important is this, the level of service and quality of chiropractic is still way up here. All right. But we can still have a great time. So a lot of the work that I do, since I've had back, shoulder, a lot of different issues, um, I do a lot of, what's really helped me besides adjustments is cupping um, the Theragun um, active release has been huge for me. Um, maybe talk to listeners if some of these techniques or an additional technique you use. Yeah, so, and again, I kind of touched, this, uh, touched on this before, talking about kind of this multifaceted approach. Yep. I mean, we would be foolish to think that just one thing is going to help everything. 
Right. So just giving an adjustment, yes, it will have great impacts on everything, but is it really going to give that much extra relief? Now, in my practice, you know, I use electric muscle stim. I use therapeutic ultrasound. I do some cupping. I do dry needling, um, yep. taping, active release technique. Um, there's a bunch of, I've got a broad spectrum light therapy machine. I've got a Hill DT decompression therapy machine. I've got, so I'm using all these different pieces of equipment, but also different techniques to elicit the best response I can, depending on what we're again, finding during that examination. And that is really important that I think that we, we as a profession, we as, as chiropractors take a step back and look at the whole picture and then decide what is going to work the best for that patient. Right. That's very important for the skeptics out there because it's a whole process. It's a whole review and it's a lead up. A lot of times when I'm in there to the adjustment, like I think a lot of people don't like chiropractors, or at least they don't know what they don't like, is you just walk in and get your back crack. That's not how it, like, it's, a, it's truly a program that's catered. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, like I said, not every chiropractor, you know, practices exactly the same way. And that's cool. That's fine. You just yeah. have to find one that works best for you. For sure. For all those listeners out there that haven't tried it, maybe haven't gone in a while, or some, some golfers that, you know, are struggling with back pain. I wanted to ask you, how do you know if you should go see a chiropractor? Are there, is there anything other than pain? That's a great question. And only 10% of the nerves in your body sense pain. Mm. So the other big 90% control function. And you have nerves that go up to the brain, but also from the brain back down to the rest of your body. So it's a, it's a two-way street. And sometimes people won't even really understand what's going on. Sometimes they'll just be like, oh, you know, this, this feels a little bit different or, ooh, I can't move quite as far as I, I could mm-hmm. or uh, just something's just not quite right and they can't quite put their finger on it, but it doesn't have to hurt to have dysfunction. And what I usually tell people is if you have a spine, you should probably see a chiropractor. If you have teeth, yeah. you should probably see a dentist. Sure. If you have hair, you should probably go see a hairdresser. Like, yeah. Common right? sense. And if yeah. you have a spine and you play golf, you probably should see a chiropractor, right? In particular, just come to Australia and see me. Like, that's, that's that, I mean, I would love Tell an me. excuse. So, Cody, one of my best friends, shout out to Trevor. This is interesting. When I was growing up, if Trevor was feeling sick, not back pain, not stiffness, actually sick, he would go to the chiropractor. Okay. And, so, and, and so I would love for you to talk about that because there are studies that say it can actually help. I mean, you talked about the whole impact of the nervous system. Going and getting an adjustment can actually help your immune system. And during this time, I feel like that's an important thing to uncover. Yeah. And I I mean, this, during this whole entire COVID-19 coronavirus thing that the world is experiencing, this goes to show you even further 
that we need to take care of ourselves and be yeah. as healthy as we can possibly be. Yeah. And chiropractic works in healthcare. So we want, we want people's bodies and every cell of their body to function to the best of their ability. This will also help them prevent to have issues. Yep. Um, but it's not to say that, sure, you get adjusted and that's your arma force. Like this is going to be, I'm not gonna get sick ever because that's not true either. But at least it gives your body the best chance possible to be able to fight something off. So like you had said, a chiropractic adjustment can help all the cells of the body, including an immune response. So yes, that can help. And if that's what it takes, great. And like I said before, there's a time and a place for everything. So, you know, if you do fall sick with something that requires some other type of intervention, then certainly go and do that. Totally. You have um, but that's working in the sick care model. And that's where most of kind of medicine surgery operates. And that's great. We need to have that. Chiropractic works under more health and prevention. So we want sure. your body to stay healthy. I just thought of an example of how I used to describe it to my own mom who didn't really understand it was asking me why I was going and what I got out of it. And I described it as we all drive cars, at least most of us. And depending on what city you're in and, um, I don't, yeah, I know Chicago you don't, but LA you got to, and your car, you got to align your car. Your car is hitting bumps. It's going fast. Sometimes it's going slow. Sometimes you slam on the brakes and the wheels get offline, right? That's how I define the, yeah. the helpfulness of adjustments. But to your point, Cody, you also got to make sure you change the oil. You also got to put in gas. You got to put in yeah. the right type of gas. Right? So to me, that's kind of how I've always understood it. Yeah, and that's a, that's a great way to kind of show it. And yeah, you're right. And if you, don't, if you keep letting those tires sitting there and wobble, eventually then it will lead to further bigger problems that will require bigger intervention. So, you know, and that's the same way. I've heard in chiropractic school, we use the analogy of if your house is on fire, you're going to call the fire department. And they're going to come in there and they're going to bash down the door. They're going to break the windows. They're going to do whatever it takes to put that house down. So it makes sure it's like there's no more flames. It's fine. We've got it under control. But they're not going to come back and push that door back on. They're not going to come back and repair all that damage. The fire department is not meant to do that. So I don't like putting out major fires. But I really like helping people to get back on track. And that's really what we, we excel in. The last couple of questions just about take some, maybe some takeaways or some important thoughts for golfers. Because, you know, a lot of golfers are listening. I think a, a really important thing is to understand tightness versus pain and being careful. I've been a victim of overstretching because I just thought, oh, I'm tight, I'm tight, I'm tight. But no, I've got a disc issue or something. So. Yeah. Um, as you know, as golfers, back pain is very common. It's a very common injury. But how, how do we balance that and, and being careful and also seeking help? Yeah, and I mean, the most important part probably is is that you listen to your body because it usually is very good about telling you if something's not quite right. Um, and then, of course, going and seeing your chiropractor or whoever to try to sort that out for you and pinpoint exactly what the issue is going on. 
you know, and, and maybe doing some home care at first is, is a good idea. Like if you're feeling a bit tight, chances are the muscles probably tight and you should maybe stretch it. Like see how you go, right? It's, it's not sure. rocket science. But if it's still not, and it's just not releasing, there might be something else going on as well that's impacting that. So your body is very responsive and your body is meant to, to adapt all the time. We're mobile. We're, we're meant to move our bodies. So if there is a problem somewhere, maybe the other side is gonna go, oh, I'll help take pressure off. Let me get super tight to try to take some of the pressure off. And then you start to develop these, these inconsistencies in the body where you can go then and stretch yeah. that lumbar spine on the left-hand side until the cows come home, but the underlying issue on the right side is still there. So you have to identify and listen to your body and say, oh, well, if it's doing that, if I do this, that didn't work or it did work, you know, then maybe take it to that next step if you need to. Cody, what would you say? I know there's no such thing as one size fits all. Um, but if there was one thing that you think not enough people do on a daily basis that would help more than, than not, what, what should a golfer and just people in general do on a daily basis that not enough people do? Be thankful that we can golf right now, that you can go out there and do it and actually have fun. I think a lot of, and you guys would know this, I'm not an avid golfer at all. I would just rather go to, I think, the driving range and probably whack a few balls. Sure. Um, which we actually did in um, Fiji. But one of the things is that golf is a lot in your head. It's, 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 a, it's very much a mental game as much yeah. as it is a physical game. And... You know, golf courses are some of the most beautiful real estate on the planet. And the fact that you guys get to pay your fee, but get to use that and experience that is, is, is pretty amazing. So one of the things that most people come in that are golfers that come in that have issues is they're letting it go to their head. And then they start really honing in on, oh, well, now this hurts. Oh, this keeps, oh, oh, now I could only play two holes. And oh, they get frustrated. And I get that. But take a step back, take a breath, and everything will be okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that is. is, that's kind of advice for finding everything success, There's, especially in golf, because it's, <laughs> <laughs> keep, you know, keeping a level head, right? But it's true it is and and you know you're not the same person today as you will be tomorrow as the next day as the next that's day. one of the hardest parts about golf is you yeah. wake up one morning especially on golf trips matt and i have gone on one together you wake up one morning your body feels totally different than the next right yeah and that's why it is so important to do the things today that will make you better tomorrow yeah little bumps along the way but it's try to keep that that sail as smooth as possible all right last question because we know you got a patient coming um apparently you adjust your dog on a regular basis even horses we got to end on animals okay yeah. so i have a weimariner he's here at the clinic with me i've closed the door so he's not in here at the moment but um uh, his name is mosby he's he's great i've adjusted him since he was a puppy um they have spines too. And think about how many times they fall over and chase things and run. Sure. And how 
they are. And, you know, he's not allowed on the furniture, but um, jumping up and down off the lounge, especially if you have a little dog and they're jumping up. I mean, that's like you jumping up, you know, a, you know, one or two stories. Right. So it, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of trauma that happens even to animals. And it's sure. always a good idea to get them checked. Like I, I took a year course in animal chiropractic and we got to actually learn on dogs and horses. Um, horses are a hell of a lot bigger, but um, <laughs> they're putting a lot of strain on their bodies as well. So it's, uh, yeah, it's. I would, pay, I would pay a lot of money yeah. to see you adjust Matt's dog. Just humongous dog. So she's half Newfoundland, half standard poodle. She's a newfie poo. She's about 90 pounds. I've heard her back crack though. It's so funny we're talking about this. Just like she, she's a lap dog. She gets on the couch. She doesn't care about anybody's space. Imagine taking your dog with you to the chiropractor and you guys both get an adjustment. It's happened before. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, awesome. Cody, we know you got to go. This was great. Thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully yeah, this was helpful to people that have felt back stiffness or pain, especially golfers. I'm sure that's all of us. So hopefully there's something they can take. Um, definitely go follow Cody at, at Dr. Cody underscore DC. I'm telling you, it's oddly satisfying it's watching great. all these people laugh and get adjusted. Is there anything else you want to point people to or, or anywhere you want to send people? Oh, TikTok as well would be good. TikTok? Uh, yep. But yeah, just keep watching, keep doing what you need to do. And um, I'm sure that someday uh, we'll potentially meet up in person and then maybe I'll get to crack you guys as well. Yeah. Love it. All I right, appreciate Cody, your thanks. time. Take Thank care you. and stay well through all of this. Thank you, you too.